You're on a hot date with Jennifer Golden and Lauren Leonelli. And now, it's complicated. Hello, Master Daters. Welcome back for another episode of It's Complicated. The struggle is real when you're dating in the city. I'm Jen. And I'm not Jen. So you know how you text your friends and ask them what to wear on the first date, how to respond to a text from your crush, or to weigh in on whether you should post a certain pic on the socials? Yep, those people are called your village, and we think you can't date or relate without them. Join our village because we're serving you expert guests who are filled with tips and tricks that will take some of the guessing out of the game. And you can serve us by subscribing and sharing our pod with your friends so we can all help this village grow even bigger. You can find us at It's Complicated Podcast wherever you get your pods. And don't forget to tell a friend. If I were to describe online dating, it would be a couple of things, including daunting, tedious, frustrating, annoying, disappointing, a roller coaster. You know, a a variety of things that are not entirely positive aside from getting to try like new restaurants and and having some laughs and maybe some wine. I don't know. Yeah. And a couple connections here and there that went swimmingly, let's just say. But if you guys are all listening and feel the same as me, then you could probably use some support. So glad you tuned in today because we are going to give it to you. Yeah. And I, when I was online dating, I found it like daunting and tedious and it was kind of why I was inconsistent with it. Like I could only handle it in doses. It wasn't like horrible because it wasn't the only way I was dating. There also wasn't a pandemic. Um, so it was kind of easier to like meet people out or get set up, I guess, cause you're just more social in general. So you're at a party and, Oh, you should meet my friend and whatever. But I, could only take it in doses. Like I would do it for like a month and then I would like not do, I just was like, and it would just, it was too much. It would like pile up. I'd oh. be like, Oh, all the matches, all the apps, then you have to organize your matches. Then you've got to organize a date and like do and find time. It just, it was too, it, I could, like I said, I could handle it for a little bit. And then I was like over it and then I would go back to it. And you know, the cycle, the cycle continued. <laughs> Imagine also like the insecurities that sur- like that surface when you're dating, whether it's, did somebody text you back quick enough? Did you write the wrong thing? Did, when you went on a date, did the person like you? Were you cool? Did you have something in your teeth? There's like so many questions that come up during actual, like the dating process from start to finish. But now we've layered in dating apps, which by the way, drive you a little bit cuckoo in a way that I can't even... I don't, we're going to probably lose years on our life. Like you might find love, but you're going to die earlier. So congrats to everyone because so, and if everyone listening feels the same way, maybe, you know, you can relate, but you're putting together a profile. So that's a personal thing that you're putting out in the world. Are you putting your best pictures? Do, does anyone care? Are you writing things that anyone's going to relate to? When somebody matches with you on an app, why don't they write you? Then you start to dive down that rabbit hole of like, oh, did I write a shit opening line or did they realize something in my profile is like crappy and or that my pictures are ugly once they swipe to like the fifth one? I don't know because you just don't know because there's no actual human interaction. You're interacting essentially with an app and maybe another person on the other side. Who knows? Who knows? Because you have your blinders on, right? You think like, oh, this is great. This looks good. This sounds good. But then maybe you read it to 10 people and nine out of 10 people are like, no, not cute and doesn't sound good. So how do you know? You have no one to like bounce it off of. And dating apps are supposed to help, but sometimes they're like actually hurting. So if you need help, then I think we got the person for you. 
Yeah, Alyssa Deneen is a personal stylist and dating coach all rolled into one. What? She started Style My Profile to help other online daters feel better about getting out there and staying out there, which I'm obviously still trying to do in the world of online dating, obviously. I'm still also crossing fingers for an arranged marriage. So if anybody has anybody, send them my way. But holla. Holla. Whether it's to meet your soulmate, to find a fun person to have dinner with, or even just match with more people, she can help you from the ground up, which is what you all need from making the decision about whether you're actually ready to online date to finding the true to you style for your profile photos and IRL dates to what to include in your profile to actually asking someone out all the things basically. All of it. At age 41, after 18 years with her ex, Alyssa found herself in uncharted territory of online dating. Ugh. Alyssa noticed just how many dating profiles could benefit from minor and major tweaks. And so it was after her own personal experiences that led her to find Style My Profile, the first ever profile styling service for online daters. So great. The mission of Style My Profile in her new book is to help online daters transform their destinies by taking charge of their profiles and their dating experience with Alyssa's unique approach to intentional and mindful dating through self-discovery. So this is basically the book we've all dreamed of, and everyone should be taking notes. Everyone, get out your notepads. The Art of Online Dating is the perfect combination of a dating guidebook and the storytelling of a woman's divorce and getting back out there again. If you're brand new to online dating, this book will prepare you for dating and that journey. And if you're a seasoned dater, this book will validate all of your dating experiences and give you useful tips on how to improve your profile and your dating life. She's here to let you know that transforming your dating profile is the best way to transform your destiny. Welcome to the show, Alyssa. Okay, thank you so much for being on the show. First of all, we have to know your relationship status. Are you single, taken, or it's complicated? Uh, well, I'm taken now, and part of my part of my business and my story is that um, it took a while to get there, but I met my partner on Tinder, actually. Wow. So, yeah. <laughs> Love a good Tinder. Wait, I haven't heard of that in so long. Usually people I know. don't. I know two people who are married with kids on Tinder. But that I understand because I feel like that was like when maybe Tinder came out and it was like the first of its kind and everyone was on it and then they got married and had kids. Now I feel like we never talk about Tinder. We talk about Hinge, Bumble, The League, Raya. Well, the, it really the gets Tinder people rough. I know... Yeah, it does get a bad rap because it's crazy. But the Tinder people I know, one's from like the beginning stages and one's from like two, three years ago. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think I th- the, way, the way I think about Tinder is that there's kind of everything, you know, it's like there's tons of people that are wanting to hook up. There's tons of people that are married. There's tons of people looking for threesomes. There's ton- like there's kind of everything. But there's actually a lot yeah. of people looking for relationships, too. I mean, sure, they might be looking to hook up in the interim. But, you know, I think there's a lot of people looking for relationships like myself and my boyfriend now. Did you have a hard time like shuffling through on an app like Tinder where there's so many people? Yeah. Um, do and obviously we're gonna get into specifics on profile, but 
was there something that you were like, if I put this in my profile, like there's no way that someone's going to think I'm here to hook up without saying like, I mean, I guess you just say I'm looking only for a serious relationship. I mean, I didn't say that in my profile, but you know, I think it really is just about, you have to go through a ton of profiles on there and message with people and just be upfront right away. You know, I'm not, you know, when you message with people, I think that the putting in there only looking for a serious relationship, you know, sometimes it can scare people off. And I, you know, at that point I was definitely looking, but I was still open to just having a casual, you know, fling too. So I was sort of in, yeah, I was riding that line. (laughs) With your experience then on Tinder, or I guess, let me back up. Were you on multiple apps, including Tinder or were you, okay. So Tinder happened to be the one that worked for you. Exactly. Yeah. So I was on, I've tried all of the apps. I mean, I think literally all of them. Um, But at the time, I think I was probably on Bumble, Hinge, Tinder, and I think even OkCupid at that point too. So I was kind of juggling quite a few. (laughs) And were all of your profiles created exactly the same or did you do like sort of an A-B test and switch things up and see what worked? Yeah, I switched things up and, you know, tried out different photos on different profiles and different wording and, you know, which is sort of how, again, how I came up with my business idea is, you know, that there was so much tweaking involved. Um, And, you know, like kind of the more I played with it, the more I was, the more I was matching with people and the more I was messages I would get. And, you know, so it was kind of this process that I went through. So my whole thing is that I kind of save people the learning curve and just get right to the <laughs> like matching and meeting people, you know, rather than trying to figure out what photos do I put up? What do I write? You know, how do I message all of that stuff? Well, yeah. your book is definitely the book we've all been waiting for. And we're so excited <laughs> that it's out today. So tell us mm-hmm. what, I mean, you kind of just highlighted some of the things that you can find in your book, but can you give us even more? What else can we find in there? And like, why do people need to run out or I guess use their fingers and order online to get this book immediately? (laughs) Right. Well, I really approach it coming from a really holistic kind of, you know, viewpoint. In other words, you know, starting with how you feel about yourself. So, you know, a lot of people get out of a long relationship or, you know, marriage and you kind of need a refresh. And, you know, so I start with like, let's, do a closet edit and let's get rid of kind of your old life and bring in the new. And not that I'm encouraging people to go out and, you know, spend thousands of dollars on a new wardrobe, but even just a few new pieces can do, can make a big difference in how you feel about yourself. Um, And, you know, for the profile photos and also for, for dating, for first dates, second dates, you know, that kind of thing. So it's really about starting there and, um, you know, and, and people are really amazed at how much better they feel after they you know, have some things that they know that look good on them. They feel really great in them. They know they have a good, you know, some good photos up there. It just gives you a whole new confidence getting out there when you know you're starting with a really great profile. I actually have a really similar experience to that because I've come up with like a capsule collection of dating outfits so that I have like my first date outfit, my second date outfit, because then I don't have to like remember if I've worn that outfit with a person and I know that I like the outfits. So I'm going to feel good on the date versus like being on the date, fidgeting, feeling uncomfy, like did this look cute? Like, yes, that's exactly, that's one of my main pieces of advice for, I call it the first date uniform, something that you know, you're not going to be fidgeting with, 
you know, it fits you. It's not new. You're not getting blisters from new shoes or, you know, it's like, it's a tried and true thing. Like dating online and dating apps is overwhelming because first of all, you're on like multiple different apps. Then you have to organize like the people that you're responding to. And then once you do that, you've got to organize a date. And then the last thing you want to do is think about a stupid outfit. Like yeah. have something that you wear those jeans and this top or these two tops, rotate them around. Exactly. It's not hard. Just like yeah. that is makes it so just take one thing off your plate. I know. And not not starting off your evening with like a pile of clothes and you're running Ugh. late and, and then you're still like don't stressed. like what you're wearing anyway. And then yeah, and then you're, yeah. you're starting off already in a, on a on a bad note. While we're on the subject of styling my outfit, I have a date and the person's making dinner for me at their home. So <gasps> what do I wear to an at-home date so I don't look like I'm like going to the ball and, right. and comfy <laughs> but not too casual and like moving in and already in sweats? Right, right. I mean, you know, jeans and, you know, a comfy sweater is always a good, you know, go-to. I mean, it's, I don't know what the weather is there where you are, but... Um, it's starting to get chilly, so you can finally do that. And that feels like, and you can wear, most people take their shoes off now inside anyway, so it's not even like you have to worry about that. Just wear socks that don't have holes, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Good tip. Or have a pedicure if you're going to take off your yeah, socks. Or have a pedicure, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's good. I like that. It feels comfy and not trying too hard. But yeah, like think about these kind of things. And then as you're dating, remember, like, this is what I did for an at home date. This is what I did when I went to a nicer dinner. This is what I did when I just got coffee, like those kind right. of staple things that you keep in mind that you just like grab off the hanger and go because like who needs exactly. all that stuff to or you about? can refer to your photo album in your phone of the photos of your date outfits that oh. are properly labeled. <laughs> That is Jen, that really sounds like maybe good. something you did. <laughs> that is very organized. <laughs> uh, it's very me also. So yeah. yes. Yeah. It's in the Google Drive for I, sure. I actually just posted on Instagram my first date uniform that I wore basically on every first date for like, I don't even know. I, it felt what like was year. it? It was very simple, but it was something that I felt really sexy in, but it was not like overtly sexy. It was like these really great jeans that I felt like fit me perfectly. And this black button-down blouse where, you know, I could wear a necklace, but like it felt a little sexy and a little, you know, but it was like not too much. And I felt great in it. And that was the most important thing is that I just felt really confident getting out there. And I couldn't believe I actually had a selfie of me wearing it because I didn't remember doing that. But um, anyway, I found it in, in my old photos. So it was funny. The uniform to refer to is always easy and good. It's like you're going on a job interview, same thing, right? You just want to like have something that you feel good in and something you can just refer to quickly. Okay, so yeah. let's say someone is just – now, you have a specific story where you went from like a serious relationship back into this online dating world. And maybe some people might think, oh gosh, that must have been so overwhelming to be out of the world and then back in again. How does somebody like <laughs> let go of that fear of like, oh my God, I've been out of it for so long. I have no idea what's even going on. How, cause it's already daunting enough, even if you've been in it for a year. So yeah. how can you help with someone who is like coming from that starting point? Yeah. How do you suggest they even get started? Because it's probably just like, you think about it and then you give up because you're like, I can't, this is too much. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and I was coming from, you know, a long marriage where, you know, I'd been with in this marriage for or relationship for almost 20 years. So I had never online dated. I had never even done that prior to my marriage. So for me, it was jumping in like head first. <laughs> so yeah. I got a few tips from some of my single friends, but, you know, basically it was just like ripping off the bandaid and just jumping in, you know? And so a lot of people come to me like, you know, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. And it's like, sometimes you just have to put up a profile, just, you know, just put put a few photos up and like write something and then just see how it feels. It's not like you have to go out with any of those people. It's just like testing the waters. So I think people put so much weight on like, I mean, I remember having one client calling me saying, I'm afraid to swipe right on anybody. Yeah, <laughs> And I was like, it's okay. Cause that does not mean you're going out with them. <laughs> Definitely doesn't mean that you've got a long way before you get there. Yeah. So, <laughs> Also, a lot of people still think there's a stigma too, right? Like they think like, oh, I shouldn't have to go on an app. I should be able to meet people in person. Well, hello, COVID has probably definitely forced definitely. people to reconsider that. And and I mean, I thought the same thing. You know, I thought when I was splitting up from my husband, I was like, oh, all my friends are going to set me up with their single friends, their, you know, newly divorced, you know, guy friends. It's going to be so easy. I mean, they get set up on all these dates and it happened one time and it, definitely did not work out. <laughs> and so I was like, I had to do it. Those are not, you're like, why did you set me up with this person? Hello? Do you not know me? Like sometimes yeah. those you're like, I'd be better just swiping on a stranger on this app yeah, that like yeah. is random. Exactly. I mean, and, and that's also why people don't want to set anybody up with anybody anymore because I think it's like you're putting so much weight on what you, you know, how you view that person. I actually set up two friends and they're going out on Sunday and both of them know me very well and obviously of our podcast. And so they were like, what if it goes poorly? What what happens then? I'm like, well, you each receive a stock message that I wrote for both of you that you send to each other. And then we all continue <laughs> to be friends because it's oh, really yeah. polite. Exactly. The, the letdown text. <laughs> I think we've talked about it. We've done like a whole episode on like setting up friends and there's one good way and we just need to keep sharing the love I think like I had a friend who would do this to me it's how I ended up meeting the guy I'm with now but he did this a couple times until it actually happened he said hey just come out tonight there's like a group of people and I think you will really click with some of them just come out meet me at a bar and see what happens and he would have somebody in mind but he wouldn't tell me and he wouldn't tell them he would just think, ah, if they naturally gravitate towards each other, then I think I'm right how well I know this person and that person. They're probably going to like each other. I would set them up on a date, but why don't I just have them meet and see if they like each other? And it did happen a couple of times. It ended up really sticking, but it was a great way because I knew I'm like, there must be somebody here that he's thinking of. So like my ears were kind of like open, like I was perked up a little bit, but I had no idea. And I would then just like randomly start talking with somebody and then it ended up being the person and he was right because he knew us both. And it like, anyway, I always think that's such a great way to do and it. If if you can, it's a little harder now because of COVID, but at the time it know, was I a know. good way. And that's who you married? Yes. Wow. That's a good story. <laughs> yeah. Love a good yeah. success story. Now we have two, one from Tinder and one from a setup. <laughs> See? One from real life, right. When is it going to happen for me? I don't know. I was kicked off Tinder, so that's definitely not I mean, happen. Jen, explain, please. Kicked off Tinder, why? Okay. Well, 
So like you, Alyssa, I was trying to help people with their profiles and to actually succeed at dating apps because when I look at the people that are my options, I want to cry. I want to go back to the store and say, don't drop me off. This is not the place I need to be. These people are heinous. So, (laughs) and again, it's like there weren't books out when we all started on these apps. So Mm -hmm. thankfully there are people like you writing them to help guide these folks, but I wanted to be that person for them. So I was offering my services. I was matching with everybody possible so that I had potential opportunity for clients. And I was going to say, hey, I'll help you with your profile and how to you know, communicate on these apps. Please just Venmo me um, this amount per service. And I think some people were a little disappointed that I wasn't there for a good time. I was yeah. there for a serious time. And <laughs> right. I got reported and my IP address was basically put on blast and I'm not allowed to go on. The podcasting wow. does not stop here, guys. She just cannot help herself. <laughs> I have to help it really everybody. doesn't. It's part of I know. I, I actually, so I considered doing that actually when I started this. I was like, I should just go back on. And then swipe on the people that I think could use some help, which is a nice way of putting it. Um, and, you know, anyway, I never did it. But I actually at one point had a friend do it for me. She was still on. And I was like, she was like, look, look at this guy's profile. And I was like, message him and tell him that I can help him. And yeah. she did. And he didn't respond. So I was like, maybe that's not going to work. I was kicked off, though. So, yeah, like, OK, because if there are people out there like me who are jaded over these human beings that walk the planet and put these horrid photos and profiles together and think that that's going to evoke romance. And I want to basically give up or just switch, you know, sexuality or who knows, maybe marry my dog at this point, anything (laughs) I have given up. I married Hallmark. So what can people like us who are so over it do to reignite our dating on dating apps? And that's huge. I mean, that's a big part of it is, is, you know, online dating is tedious. I mean, it's just, there's no way around it. And it is, it is what it is. And I think it's just taking breaks when you need it to come back fresh again and not just push yourself to keep doing it when you're really like not feeling it. Um, I think it's best to like, I always tell my clients, like, take a couple weeks off, don't even check it you know, and just sign off and then go back on when you're feeling good again. Because I mean, it's not, you know, you know how it is with online dating, you can't really dabble in it, you either have to be all in, or, you know, take your breaks, because if you're dabbling, you're not that's not really, you know, it's not going to get you anywhere. Yeah, I, I felt exactly like that when I was online dating, I said, I could not, I could handle it in doses. Like I didn't hate it, but there was only because it was, there was so many apps and so many choices and dates and what you're going to wear and where you're going to go and all that. There, It was like, a, I could only do it for a while. And then I would have to like take a break. And then it's not like I was like, I'm going on a break, but I was just like not interested for a while. And then I yeah. go back on and like yeah. do it. So it was like small doses were easier for me. So do right. you think like, I mean, then you sort of play this game with yourself because you're like, do less apps equal less daunting feelings? Or is it more important to feel daunted, but (laughs) like kind of get over it and keep your number, the numbers game up? Like, what do you think is better? I mean, I think it's if you can handle it, I think it's better to keep your numbers up and be on multiple apps. 
again, when you're feeling it, you know, if you're not feeling it, then you, you can't be doing anything. But I think that if you're in it and some people can do it better than others, you know, there, I definitely have clients that are like, there's no way they can handle doing more than one, you know? And then I have clients that are like, I'm doing five, <laughs> tell me which five to do. So it really depends on the personality. I was really, you know, I was probably similar to you, Jen. I was like, I was on all the apps. I was doing, I was really messaging with people. I was really proactive. Um, and that's really how I feel like I got, you know, I was went out on a lot of dates is because I was super proactive and I started asking people out rather than waiting for them to ask me out. And, you know, I just started getting really like, I'm going to just take this, you know, take this head on and really, um, I don't know, make it happen. And I also, you know, I created a list of like qualities that I was looking for. I did that eventually, you know, in my journal, I was like, this is what I'm looking for. And I really felt like I put that out there. And I know it's just like what everybody says now, but I really do feel like, I mean, it was just a few months later that I met my partner. So I felt like that really helped too. Wow. Well, I'm definitely on the dating app gymnastics roller coaster. Basically, <laughs> I'm, I like flip flop between them. Then I go around in circles. Then I get off the ride and then I get back on. And yeah. I'm sometimes yeah. I'm too short to ride. And then I'm like, I got to put on my <laughs> or heels. Or the guy is too short to ride. It, yeah. But oh anyway, God. so I, I go through the like process of is it me? Is it my profile? Is it my bio? Is it my opening line? Is it what happened when we started texting that maybe either changed the dynamic, one of us lost interest, no one reached out. I don't know. Like there's just so many things that occur that are issues. I think that, you know, can either defeat you or make you question yourself. So if we're getting started with just the profile, let's say I'm, you know, updating my profile or someone's just joining these apps. You said work on your outfits create, you know, images that represent you and also kind of like look inward at what you're looking for and, and who you are right now. But yeah, then what? The, what's the I bio? Mean, what do we do with the also, bio? Yeah, I was just going to say the bio is, it is actually important. And I think when I first got on, a friend of mine told me, oh, men don't even read the bios. That's absolutely not true. And definitely not now. I think maybe that was true like 10 years ago. I don't know. But everybody reads the bios and, you know, think about how many you're swiping through in a night or in a, or in the morning or whenever you do it, you're swiping through so many profiles. If somebody catches your attention because they've written something interesting or unique or funny, you know, it doesn't matter. It may not even matter how good their pictures are. You're still going to be interested because they wrote something, you know, interesting on there. So I think I really push my clients to to write, you know, something really unique that's going to make them stand out because people are just swiping through so many profiles and, you know, it's, it's part of, you know, you definitely have to have good pictures, but you also have to have an interesting bio. What, what is something the the interesting bio and it depends on the apps too, because I think it's like hinge. That's more like a one liner. Isn't that right? It's different yeah. than when I was on it. And it's, but, but, and, but those always got me. So I am on the game of like the interesting bio or the interesting quote or prompt or whatever it is will totally make me swipe right on you. And I think probably there's a large portion of the population who could agree. So if someone is like, well, what, like, how do I even know how to do that? I'm not that witty. I'm whatever. I mean, don't pretend to be something you're not, but 
what are some tips on like the cue things to say in a bio instead of like, I'm looking for a serious relationship. Like, would you want to ask a question? Would you want to like say what a fun day in your life looks like? Like what are little bullet points that people can keep in mind when they're trying like do's to do's and don'ts for, you know, best responses? Well, I was going to say for Hinge, it is, you know, that's obviously a, a trickier thing because you're not writing a bio, you're just picking questions to answer. And I think it is actually, you know, that's another thing where you kind of have to test the waters and you have to try different things. And you want to be, you know, people that write the most, you know, interesting things are going to get the most people commenting on it. So even if it's something kind of wacky or just something silly, just something that's going to get somebody's attention and have them comment on it or ask you about it. It doesn't have to be the most like witty quote or, you know, the most profound thing. I think it's just about getting somebody interested enough to write, write you something or ask you a question about it. And that's really how you're going to get everything started. If, if we could put an end to like men putting just a series of emojis that describe their life or like a laundry list of words, yeah. like basketball, whiskey, tr- camping. I'm like, yes, I actually, you not, yeah, I, can you not construct a sentence? Like, right. What's I know. And I, well, and I talk about that actually in my book, I give like examples of bad bios or I shouldn't say bad, but not great bios. And then examples of really, you know, of, bios that are actually going to get you some attention and one of them is like i call it the parade of emojis where you're supposed to figure out like wait does he does he like cocktails or wait does he like sitting on a beach or he wait what does he does he like dogs like what's happening and it's like who wants to decipher that you know and i think that was like a thing a while back and people still try to do that and um and then there's also like the the things that everybody says and i'm sure you know this too fluent in sarcasm um, you know, loyal, kind, and funny. I always say, like, don't use loyal, kind, and funny as any of your descriptions of yourself because they might as well write "eat, pray, love." Like, yeah, yeah. totally. It's <laughs> exactly. so generic. Obviously, you're not going to like put in there anything negative, so it just seems like you're just saying like buzzwords. Yeah, exactly. Point. And just the and everybody, I cannot tell you after working with hundreds of clients, you know, I have people fill out this questionnaire, and one of them is describe yourself in 10 with 10 adjectives and I can't literally almost I would say 99% of people use loyal kind and funny as three of them it's really interesting and I'm like does everybody actually think they're funny yeah because you're definitely (laughs) not yeah because you're definitely not but everybody really does think they're funny um and loyal or it's almost like what they're looking for like are you confused and projecting that because i'm sure you're yes. looking for somebody that's funny everyone wants definitely. to laugh definitely but- i think people really project that for sure yeah so what would you say then that you know a bad profile represents or does it represent nothing and they just didn't know how to do it i always think that it's a sign of apathy and that they're on there for god knows what to like have something to do while they poop <laughs> or I always loyal, think kind, maybe, and funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or I always think it's like somebody set up their profile for them. Like a friend was like, "Oh my god, I'm just setting it up for you." Just like I'm tired of hearing how you're single, whatever, and setting up their profile and just sort of like slapping something up there. Um, I mean, definitely. I mean, you can't you can't tell really. I mean, it could definitely be somebody who's not that interested in online dating for sure. Um, but it could also be somebody, you know, I don't know how old you guys are, but I'm 48 and a lot of my clients are in their fifties and sixties 
And they've never done this and they don't know what they're doing either. And just like I didn't, and they might just be clueless, you know, and not know what to put up there. So um, I always say to people, like, give people a little, cut people a little bit of slack and message with them because you might find actually that they're, there's more to them than like some, you know, I, I tease my boyfriend all the time, or I used to, um, that he had like his resume was his bio. <laughs> and it was actually, I mean, it was definitely not eye catching at all. Um, but you know, a lot of people do that too. It's like listing out what they do and where they live and where they went to college. <laughs> um, it's just, some people just don't know what to write. It seems like, you know, yeah, people can be overwhelmed by the process so they're just doing their best. And I think like a good way to think, even if you're like, it's daunting for you, you've been in it forever, or you're just getting started and it's scary, like we're all kind of in the same shoes. And I think just keeping in mind, like people are doing their best and maybe like this bio doesn't sound that great or um, that picture might not be that awesome, but maybe there's like, look a little deeper. I mean, don't spend too much time. It's an app. Like there's yeah. only so much you can do, but like, try not to like, just write somebody off because if, if you see something you kind of like, just because maybe they aren't as funny as you think they should be, or their quotes, not that great. Or this picture is right. kind of blurry. Like, okay, they're not your boyfriend. They don't know you. This is a general thing they're just putting out there, like get to talking to them. That's the goal, right? So you want to get to talking to them, but before you get to talking to them, the bio is very important, but so are the photos. So like taking good pictures are definitely, it's definitely a must. Like, and sometimes like you got to take a selfie because you don't have someone like taking the picture there for you. You can get other pictures from your phone, but you just want like a single picture. Maybe the lighting's good. Your hair looks good that day. You're like, I need a selfie, but like, is a selfie like, does it look like, um, I don't know, like, like too much. Like, do you not recommend them, or is it like? Um, I usually, what do you think about those? <laughs> I usually say to people like, if you're over forty five, don't put a selfie <laughs> on your profile because you probably don't know how to take one. And I, I'm saying that in a funny way because, unless you're like an influencer or someone who's like, you know, a, a whatever a celebrity or something, you're used to that. If you're you know, if you don't know how to take a selfie, it shows. (laughs) So I think it's either, you know, I actually talk about in my book, like practice, 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 and you can get there. It is actually a muscle you can, you know, you know, strengthen. And I actually did that too. I like took hundreds of selfies of myself and I felt so ridiculous at first. And then I finally like kind of felt like I got it under control and then would put them up on my profile but I feel like it's it. I think the younger generations definitely have are more natural at it. I think that you know definitely like the older clients of mine. I usually tell them to steer away. I say like you know just grab a friend and have them take some photos of you outside, where the light's going to be decent. And you know it's it, there's certain steps that you can take to to take a good photo of yourself where you don't have to be like doing the actual selfie. Ugh, the worst though is this mirror selfie or oh, the the car selfie. I'm the like, car selfie. Stop it's a, I a, see your seatbelt. It's not cute. Take and up. why? I don't understand like, that? It, <laughs> are really you bored don't. in traffic? Everyone is bored in traffic. It's so it's an epidemic of selfies. I don't understand. And yeah. do they all like send a note to each other and they're like, "This is a good idea"? Or some guy wrote a book and he said that they should do that because they all got the same memo. Or everyone has gone out and met a tiger. I didn't know men yeah. always met tigers, but everyone yeah, has a tiger fished. photo. 
or yes. fished and caught very big fish. <laughs> right. Or they're super yeah. active or they're like scaling rocks. I'm like, hiking. Would you, you want to take yeah, me on a date hiking. to scale rocks? Like that. <laughs> what about this profile screams? I'm looking for a relationship. It just shows me you're really active. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Go with your friends. I mean, one of <laughs> right. those pictures might be okay, but like all yeah. of them, yeah, it's like I was a just going to say, yeah, I mean, it, that's what, you know, I think it's important to just have a range, you know, it's like you've got your active photo, although don't for women, I've heard just everybody puts a yoga pose up there. So <laughs> men are like, no more yoga poses, <laughs> um, but a, an active photo a social shot, like one, you know, one or two friends, um, definitely like a headshot, a full body, at least one full body. But I think overall, yeah, I think you do, you see the same things over and over again. So I think that's something to think about for people. Like if you're seeing the same things over and over again, so is everyone else. And so kind of thinking outside the box a little bit and like for your bio too, and just writing something more quirky and see what happens. So like, I think people put in, put their profile up and feel like it's like set in stone. You know, exactly. I played around with mine all the time. And, you know, it's like, sometimes you get better reactions than others. If you create a profile that offers a lot of, you know, interesting facts about you, it gives other people the opportunity to react to that and to, like, hopefully start an interesting conversation. What do you think about, though, when people reach out and their first message is, hi, how are you? <laughs> Well, um, again, it it could be that they just don't, they haven't online dated yet. And that's like all they can think of. But or socialize with anybody ever. <laughs> or socialize with anyone ever. I know. You really kind of have to nail down your, your intro, you know. You know, I hear people like doing a GIF or, uh, you know, they have like their patent line that they say and that gets a response. I think, hey, how are you is, is really pretty boring but I also feel like you just like we were just saying about having a, a bad profile or bad pictures up there you can't totally just you know rule out everybody based on that you know and, and I think that's another key um, you know one of my main pieces of advice to my clients is to re and actually in my group workshops it's one of our challenges is to start swiping on people or matching you know messaging with people that are totally not your type, quote unquote, because everybody just starts to swipe on the same types of people and they don't even realize it. And I think it's really important to, you know, to get outside of that and, and stop checking boxes that you think need to be checked, because most likely they're not actually <laughs> boxes that need to be checked. Um, I mean, I can't tell you how many of my female clients want someone tall. And, Jen. you know, <laughs> hey. yeah, and I, and I did that too. I like, I, you know, I, for my husband, I thought I wanted somebody tall and really creative and like, those were the boxes I wanted to check. And he checked those boxes and, you know, not many others. And so <laughs> I think it's important to just, you know, double check on your, your boxes and just make sure that they're actually important because, you know, with my partner, you know, he wasn't my type. And I was forcing myself to go out with all these different types of people because I was like, clearly, the people I'm going for are not for me, you know, this isn't working. So I forced myself to go out with all these different types of people. And, you know, he had one good photo, the rest were pretty terrible. 
Um, he had his resume as his bio, but he had this one good photo and something made me swipe right. He messaged me right away. And, you know, and it took me four dates before I actually knew that I was, you know, I actually fell for him. I, I thought he was a great guy, but I wasn't like physically attracted to him yet until our fourth date. So, you know, I think it's really important to really, you know, think a little deeper about what you actually want out of somebody and not going for the the things that I I don't want to say superficial because I I know to some people it is really important, you know, maybe like what college they went to or something, but you know, it's not really. <laughs> well, it's so hard it's- though to not be superficial if people don't put like a proper profile together because if yeah. they've slapped together some images and then not written really anything of value, you don't know what they do. You don't know what their hobbies are. You don't know if you have anything in common. You don't know if they have a sense of humor. You don't know if they have a family, if they're family oriented. You don't know anything about these people other than the four photos they chose and maybe yeah. one word answers to things. And if that. Well, right. that's why you would want the point would be to get from that profile where <clears throat> you got to give a little bit of the benefit of the doubt if you're trying to really do this, in my opinion. And then the point is, is to get into this conversation and then onto a date. And maybe you can tell more from a conversation if you're bantering back and forth. You yeah. can tell in more in real time, like, oh, yeah, they are actually really funny. Or, oh, I don't really think I get this guy's sense of humor. You can move it to a FaceTime thing or then to a date. But right. what do you think, Alyssa, is like the sweet spot for getting into the conversation and then getting onto the date? Like, is there sort of a time limit. Them out. Yeah. <laughs> Don't wait for them to ask you out. I feel like that's something yeah. that I learned really early on is that a lot of just do it. men just don't, they take their time and they want to message back and forth. And, you know, Jen, I'm sure you run into all this all the time. And I got to a point where I was like, I, I want to meet. So let's make a date. And then I wouldn't, I'd say, okay, we're just meeting on this date and no more messaging until then. <laughs> because you know how it is, you build somebody up in your mind and you create this persona of this person over text. And it happened to me so many times where then I'd show up at the date and it was, the person was nothing like what I expected because you had this whole relationship over text. And, and you put in all that time and energy into somebody that ultimately you're like, yeah. uh, next. So yeah. I think that all makes a lot of sense. I mean, there are probably more clever ways to ask a guy out or to like lob it to him so that he then has the ball on his court. For instance, mm-hmm. saying maybe something like, um, great question. I think it might be better answered in person or yeah. over a drink yeah. or something. But yeah. Are there other catchphrases that you can maybe suggest so it's not so over or so it doesn't like I, I feel like people still struggle with the idea that if they ask for something that's outside of maybe their gender role, like standard from old timey mm-hmm. times, you know, like the guy is supposed <laughs> to chase that women are less likely to ask because they also don't have the tools for how to do it in like a sly, you know, way that works. I don't think you have to be sly, though. I, I think that, you know in my opinion, it's changed so much. And I feel like it's, it's totally fine to ask someone else to as a woman to ask a man out. I mean, and if they have a problem with it, then that's not the right person. You know, I think a lot of guys actually appreciated that I just made the first move because they like that they took it's that like, away, it took that pressure away from them. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, and I really just got to the point where I was like, I'm, you know, I wouldn't say it in this way, but you know, I was kind of like, you know, I kind of set these rules for myself and I'm not going to keep messaging with you, you know, let's set a date and I'm su- I'm really looking forward to meeting you and I'll see you next Thursday. <laughs> I love you know, that. It was like, yeah, it, I, I think you have to just like, and you know, set certain rules for yourself and what you feel comfortable with. But, um, I mean, that was something that really worked for me. And I really, I, I, I mean, I think those, the way you just phrased those things were perfect. You know, like, I'd love to hear more about your hike to Machu Picchu <laughs> over <laughs> drinks. I feel like, don't you see that one all the time? <laughs> yes. When do these people have time to go all these places, know. meet all these I animals? Yeah, I know. It's it, That's another really funny one to me. They're but, like um, flat Stanleys. They're all over the place. Like what yeah. is going on? They yeah. must be doing well financially if they can travel to all these different countries and meet lions. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, and and spend their weekends fishing for very large fish. Yeah, fishing. <laughs> it's yeah. so strange. And also so many sunglasses. But aside from that, I will say one other thing I did say to a guy recently that helped get off the app. And it, a lot of it's me being impatient. And again, my question about like, are there catchphrases is mostly because I also don't want to see super impatient or that I have a strong sense of urgency to go have babies or something. And that they're like, whoa, mm, pump the brakes, mm-hmm. sister. We just started talking. Well, uh, yeah, I'm not saying right away. I mean, after you've messaged back and forth a little bit. You know? Yeah. I said, yeah. Um, hey, like, because the momentum was so slow with this one guy and I thought he was cute and I really was excited about potentially meeting him. And that has that happens never. So I was like, hey, so I don't really check this app often. Why don't we pretend I gave you my number at Whole Foods? Here it is. That's, oh, that's cute. cute. That's and then he texted one. me and he was like, ha ah, ha ha, Whole Foods. <laughs> <laughs> and, and did you go out? Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's actually a really cute way to do it. Well, thanks. I'm going to keep at it because yeah. I can't wait around for these guys to do what I think we're all going to end up trying to get to anyway. So, yeah, exactly. And I think just taking the bull by the horns and doing it yourself, you know. And I think to your point, it does take the pressure off because, for instance, Bumble takes the pressure off when it's the girl who writes first. And the guy doesn't have to, you know, come up with some witty intro. So Bumble has taken the pressure off. So similarly to that, if we ask them or give them the opportunity to ask us out by showing interest and maybe like Mm -hmm. waving the interest flag, then they'll take the bull (laughs) by the horns. Lauren, did I get that saying right? I did, right? Okay. Um, (laughs) And they will make the move and actually ask you out. And maybe if we're lucky, come up with a plan on their own accord. I know. Well, that's something that I really, that was another one of my personal rules is that I really liked, I would do the asking out, but then I wanted them to actually make the plan, um, like of where we were going to meet. So, um, and that was just my thing. It made me feel more comfortable that they were choosing where we were going, you know, and we could get into a whole debate about who's going to pay and all of that social construct. But, you know, assuming they were going to pay, I never wanted to choose a place and assume, you know, if it was something that didn't feel comfortable for them. So that was one of my other rule, personal rules. I love that. And also if they do ask you, like, do you have any places that you really like, or you're interested in going, I usually give like a laundry list at all price points. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's great, actually. Yeah. I, yeah, I kind of had my places that I would, you know, suggest in my own neighborhood if somebody was willing to um, 
to come to, you know, I live in Brooklyn. So it's like, if I wasn't meeting someone after work, I'd usually ask if they were okay with coming to my neighborhood. So I had my places that I'd suggest here, but um, which is a good, I think that's also good to have in mind. And I actually have clients texting me that kind of thing too. Like he's saying, where should we meet? Where should I tell him? Like it's sometimes like the smallest things that really like, you know, get somebody like a little bit frazzled and um, which is, you know, why it's helpful to have somebody to bounce those things off of. Well, luckily everyone has you for that because you have this amazing book that just came out. So please tell everyone where they can get it urgently because they all need the help and where everyone can (laughs) find you on social media. Yeah. So um, Amazon, of course, Barnes and Noble. um, And my website is stylemyprofilenyc.com, which has a link to purchase. And then... um, my uh, Instagram is Alyssa Deneen, and also I have one that's style my profile NYC. Um, I think that's it. Yeah. Okay, great. That was so awesome, Alyssa. Thank you again so much. Um, thank all you. these tips were just like off the charts, and I think oh, people thanks. need to keep like dig a little deeper, get the book, go on style my profile, like <laughs> dig deeper, get these tips, like take notes be part of the support system because it makes it way less daunting and scary. And you've got experts here like Alyssa or like us to help you along the process. So just like tap into these resources, people. Okay. And do not forget to keep tuning into it's complicated where we talk more dating and relationshipy stuff. And if you want to join the class of master daters, don't forget to follow us on social media at complicated show and subscribe to it's complicated wherever you get your podcast rate comment And don't forget to tell a friend. And you can follow me at Lauren Leonelli on all the social meds. And you can find me at Jennifer Golden on all the social meds or various dating apps or at home reading, obviously, Alyssa's book, The Art of Online Dating, because it is an art and hopefully one I will start to love again because Lord knows I can't keep at it the way that I am. So thank you so much, Alyssa. We just are so grateful for your tips. And I think also probably the friends of the world of the single people, Lauren, you probably can attest to this, are excited for a single folk to have a resource that is not their ears. <laughs> totally. Totally. <laughs> thank you. Thanks so thank much you. for having me. It's thank you. Love you long time. You're on a hot date with Jennifer Golden and Lauren Leonelli. And now it's complicated. <laughs>